This is the M3 Entertainment Bearcast for American Horror Story Hotel. Hello, everybody. This is the Male Media Mind Entertainment Hangout recording for American Horror Story Hotel, which is the, the fifth season of the ongoing anthology series on FX. Um, I'm your host, Marco Estes. Um, I'm a little excited right now, so you got to get you got to give me some space. Um, this is, has been the best um, opening for American Horror Story in a long time. So before I get into all of it, because I am clearly excited, I would like to introduce um, Malcolm Travers, who is the co-founder of Mail Media Mind, and I thank him for giving me the op- giving me this opportunity to do an American Horror Story podcast, which has been a dream of mine ever since the show first came on. So, Malcolm, I'd like to say thank you first and foremost. You're welcome. Yeah, no, I, I definitely enjoyed watching it with you. Uh, first mm. time I watched live television in a while. <laughs> and you were just like, they're walking down the hall. You're like, <laughs> I was freaking out because um, it's just the set pieces and Ryan Murphy's yeah. detail and just, I'm going to get all into the few minutes, but first I want to just talk about uh, Male Media Mind. We are a, grass, a grassroots organization dedicated to uplifting the black, bear com- the black gay bear community uh, through dialogue, insight, creativity, and knowledge. So, and like we have our platform on Facebook, Pinterest, Tumblr, Instagram. Um, and we are also have our own website, which is mailmediamind.com. So just check us out there. You can find all of the links to all of the social media sites, as well as interesting articles and a lot, lot more. But tonight we have to discuss the awesomeness that is American Horror Story because Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk just came for everybody's. They didn't come. They didn't. They just didn't come for scalps. They came for beards. They came for <laughs> eyeballs. They came for the hair off of every bear, black gay bear's back. It was just like he was not <laughs> showing no mercy tonight. So first and foremost, let me just go ahead and just get out here. Yeah, we are kind of. I can say we're late in the game. I don't want to say that because American Horror Story reinvents itself each season. So we're still like coming in for every new viewers of hotel because hotel has brought in lady gaga you know fans and stuff like that people probably wouldn't bother each season seems to bring in new people and yeah. this year it's gonna probably be lady gaga fans so we are still we're still tapped into you know the uh podcast game but there are podcasts out there who become american horse stories since day one um that's fine and dandy, though, but we're going to bring our own unique perspective to the American Horror Story canon. Um, me, as your host, have, have seen or has seen every season. I own all seasons. I watched them at least twice. Um, I'm, I'm constantly reading stuff up about whenever there's new casting 
new stories and stuff like that because most it's American Horror Story. So some of the stuff Ryan Murphy takes from actual. Um, no, you're you're it. a legit TV nerd. Yes, I am. <laughs> and that, I've never seen anything like American Horror Story. Now, if it wasn't for American Horror Story, we would have shows like um, American Crime or um, what's another anthology series out right now? Guess, uh, um, Fargo, you know, oh, yeah. stuff, you know, and you know, it, it's it's set it's it has set a precedent that a lot of like a lot of um Wicked City, which is coming up on ABC, um, it's set a precedent that a lot of um networks are trying to follow right now. Um, so as you can tell, Malcolm, I'm excited as hell. <laughs> and Malcolm can say, like he said earlier, I was sitting here just giddy. I've been I've been um just had to make sure everything was right. Because ever since they made the announcement that it was going to be hotel, and then Lady Gaga made the announcement, I was all sold. I was yeah. like, "This shit is going to be fucking bananas." I think, <laughs> like, if I were to sum up your review, do it in Juwan's voice. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that is my review all day long. <laughs> On repeat, <laughs> all I mean, just it that is my that is my review because <laughs> I had to watch certain scenes twice. Because, um, first of all, let's get into it. First and yeah. foremost, we have this season the storyline taking place at the Hotel Cortez, which Damn. is ran by Lady Gaga's um Countess, who it's also named Elizabeth. Uh, we didn't get to we didn't get to see her to probably like the midpoint of the show, but the way they introduced her was just phenomenal. Yeah. And I was because I'm glad they didn't sit there and say, "Well, we got Lady Gaga, we're gonna just put her in the first scene." Right. No, they built it up. They gave respect to the old to the uh, what we call the American Horror Story acting troupe. You know, Kathy Bates, Dennis O'Hare, and um, all these other people came in first before they brought in the newcomer, which was Lady Gaga. And everything just flowed. To me, you personally, you really got a sense of each storyline that's going to unfold during the season. And yeah. um, so let's just go ahead and get started. We have technically three storylines going tonight. And it had to take an hour, 30 minutes worth of screen time to get all that out. Um, I'm going to start with um, the main storyline, which is the hotel itself. We get to know, you know, um, um, Iris who is the um, manager of the hotel, we see that she's pretty much um, kind of bitchy at first, but I'm like, I, I understand her plight because that's me at the library every day when I'm working <laughs> at my job. So it's just, I understand her plight, you know? And so you, we, we immediately get introduced to two foreigners, two foreign girls who came in to like, I guess they didn't check the Yelp or they, uh, what they call the hotel? Um, they didn't check the um, ratings online. Yeah. They didn't check the. But then again, there probably isn't any comments about the hotel, given the fact that most I don't think nobody has ever left the hotel alive. So uh, <laughs> I'm getting that, that feeling at this point. Yeah, like you check in, but you don't check out. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> first thing they were like were uh, there's it's, it's it's far away from the, the attractions, and then they get in. It's like, well, let's just get another hotel. No refund. <laughs> and to me, me and Mac were saying that's fine, but as soon as Iris dropped it, there's no Wi-Fi. We'd be like, "Oh, it's time to go. <laughs> it's time to be up out of here because I can't deal." 
<laughs> gotta get on my iPad, dude. I gotta get on the iPad. I gotta get the grinder up. I gotta get the, you know, <laughs> so, you know stuff has gotta be rolling. So then yeah. we see the weirdness start to happen, the little kids, and then we saw a ghostly vision of the Countess's like infamous glove and all that and stuff. So yeah. um, we were like, okay, uh, you know, bring on the scares, bring on the creep factor and everything like that. And then next thing you know, we get our first little incident with two, you know, somebody crawling out the mattress. Yeah. That was just bananas. And then <laughs> you're thinking like they probably ran and hauled ass out the hotel. No. Yeah. I go and talk to Iris and then she's like, I'm going to put you in another room. We don't really rent this room out, though. We're going to put you in this room right here. Yeah, that was, was 64, a- which I don't know what the the significance of that is, but they yeah. kept coming back to that room. I think I think their room is going to be like the Shinies. Um, what was it? Room fifty-seven or room twenty-seven? I, I know it was yeah. something, something like that. So mm-hmm. it's going to be the shine. It's going to be like it's so many elements that I'm against. Is all the elements that have been thrown into this this one episode? Yeah, I saw so many um, pop culture references all in one episode. Yeah. So the girls end up in a new room. They still end up getting captured or whatnot. One of the girls was being leashed upon by, like literally leashed upon by two pale kids drinking her blood. Then, you know, we really, we, I'm, I'm trying to stick with the, um, that particular story. Like we see that the yeah. hotel, we have the next guest come in who was a junkie and for some reason, Iris gets in room 64 again. Yeah. And um, as soon as he goes upstairs, we see we meet hypodermic Sally, who goes up to she tells Iris that's I want that one because you know I haven't seen something so sweet in a long time. Dude goes gets up to the room, and I want to sit here and talk about when he walks the room. You, if oh, you it's a blinker, you miss it. You see <laughs> some dude with some weird gear step yeah. out the room behind him. He doesn't notice it. Then you meet. Dennis O'Hara as Liz Taylor, and I told Malcolm, <laughs> "I live, I live." <laughs> because the, the, exactly, he's like, "Oh my God, I, just, I live!" And then so he so he the um junkie gets to his room, he shoots up, then he sees um Mayor Whittingham's um uh, housekeeper. I don't know yeah. her name yet. I don't know if she's his housekeeper. Yeah. Um, so she tells him that you know everybody you know they he how she how she say it mm. the um the people die they leave waste I'm good at you know everything I can get out get out like shit blood piss but I get all out and stuff like mm-hmm. that and then we see the creature that Ryan Murphy has been hitting it all summer <laughs> for the like two seconds yeah. But, but it, you all you had to see was the damn drill bit. And then him just hammering dude. So he attacks, he, he pretty much rapes the dude with this drill bit dildo. Yeah. And I was sitting here like, oh my God. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've done that with American Horror Story. I didn't do it remotely. I think I did it like when the Twisty, cringe. the cringe factor when Twisty took his mask off during last year, during Freak Show. Yeah. I think that's about it. Um, so hypodermic Sally comes in and she tells him, all you have to do is say you love me and I'll disappear. And as soon as he says these words, 
the dribbling demon disappears. I mean, the, the addiction demon disappears and he dies. Yeah. So, so far, Malcolm, your take on the craziness of that particular <laughs> storyline so far. See, I, I didn't actually get it. Like, I, I thought he was actually actually there, the, the addiction demon. But, I mean, it is starting to make sense. It was one of those things, like, I I felt like with uh, Sense8, where the first, the first 40 minutes of this episode, there were just so much weirdness back to back to back to back. That yes. it took me a while. Like I was, just, I was going with it because I know American Horror Story will explain itself and whatever. Uh, it wasn't until later when they started doing the backstories about who these people are. That's the thing. You've read so much on it that you knew who these characters were. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I came in kind of blind. So I was just like, "What is this?" And it was just like murder after murder. <laughs> it was just like people dying. And then, um, but then they started explaining it because. Um, Cause, you know, after that first, the two, you know, the two killers or whatever, the two girls got drained or whatever, you know, they uh-huh. move over to the detective and uh, that strange ass murder somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, then, then the, uh, the addiction demon thing. And then Lady Gaga. <laughs> oh man okay uh yeah. let me let me just go ahead and talk about what well, i was gonna say i did read up on it but i want to say this before i go jump lady gaga's character yeah. um they didn't they really kept it to the chest this year because i didn't know much i just knew character names and that yeah. con- and connections right. i didn't know but if you are a true american horror story fan then you could pick up on some of the earlier um uh, what's we call it season one, and I'm gonna get into it in just a second. But I want to go ahead and introduce um, Lady Gaga's character, who we and this is what I was trying to explain to um, Malcolm. Um, basically, this movie, this show took up. I mean, this episode. Excuse me. You saw so many pop culture references to old stuff. Yeah. The Introduction to Lady Gaga. Actually, there is replaying on my TV right now as we speak. Um, <laughs> pretty much, um, how can I put this? Um, it didn't. If you've seen, if anybody's seen the movie The Hunger, you don't have to go see it. Go on YouTube after you listen to this, or before you um, click on this, or just pause here. But just make sure you come back and um, check out The Hunger if you can find it. The opening scene to The Hunger. And it mirrors exactly almost, or just homage to um, that opening scene from The Hunger because The Hunger starts with Catherine Deneville and David Bowie pretty much in the same getup except they were dressed all in black. The Hunger came out like in the early 80s and um, they go to a golf club and pick up two people, a couple, take them back to their hotel, take them back to their room and the, the, the house and almost in the same fashion, kills them um, by slicing their throats and drinking their blood. And then they dispose of the bodies. And that's pretty much the opening of the hunger. And so they they did the same thing tonight. And the scene was very bloody, very weird, but it was very right. I don't know. Just like it just, <laughs> it, they did the, the, they did it justice. And then we noticed that, um, we go back to the hotel uh, scenario with um, Iris trying to keep the girls healthy right. because that's the only way Lady Gaga and her 
um, group was sitting like feast on them, right. and then Sally comes in, lets one of the girls loose after giving a, di- a little dialogue about how you know she's gonna have fun with them and you know all that stuff like that, and she lets one of the girls loose, and for the girl can get out, Gaga appears and slices her throat. Yeah, and then tells Iris never let it happen this again. Let never let this happen again. Little backstory, Iris. We kind of saw some parallels to season one's um, Jessica Lange's um, Constance and Francis um, Conroy's. Um, oh, I can't remember her first name. Laura mm-hmm. from season one. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so we got hints of that. And so during that um, dialogue, but. This and then just I guess Ryan Murphy was peppering that for the introduction of the reintroduction of either Darcy or Marcy, um, the realtor from season one who sold the Harmons the murder house. Yeah. So she was popped up at the hotel to tell um the the group to, to, to show a new to show the hotel to a new owner, so a new potential mm-hmm. owner, Will Drake, who's played by Cheyenne Jackson. He has a son, and you can already see where this is going. <laughs> and so he's going to be the new. Um, I think, to, in my personal opinion, Lady Gaga got some of him, but I'll get to the minute. She brings him in, takes his son down to a, a hidden room with where the little vampire kids, they're not vampires, I guess, in a few minutes, but the little bloodthirsty kids are down there playing video <laughs> candy and stuff like that. And yeah. she also reveals that she has. Um, Detective John, um, what is Detective John's last name? I have it here. Detective John Lowe's son, who went missing in 2010, and right. he's still there, but the child's not aged at all. So right. there's, there's the creep factor right there. And then we later find out that Lady Gaga's boyfriend, whose name is Donovan, is actually Iris's son. Um, and so uh comes to find out he can't leave the hotel because he he is one of Lady Gaga's course, uh, consorts, I think that's the right term for it. And but mm-hmm. he he can't leave. The mystery is though, and there's this go back to 20 years prior, because this is where Iris met both Elizabeth, aka the Countess, and Sally. Iris actually killed Sally. After yeah. she witnessed to her, she gave her son some dope. So, yeah. this, so we know that Sally's a ghost. Yeah. But the question is now: Is Bad Bombers Donovan a ghost? Because Iris said that she could not leave the property because she only did what she did was so she could um basically see him every day. So yeah. I don't know if I done rambled on, but no, no. I mean, it is a good question as to whether or not she is. I think the fact is, I, I think she's not, if I had to guess, in that she's there because her son's ghost is there, you know, and, oh yeah, you know, but that is a good question as to who, who's a ghost and who's not, because I guess they're going by the murder house rules that they, you know, these ghosts are real things that can affect the world. Like most ghosts, you know, don't do the shit these ghosts do. <laughs> so, exactly. So, yeah, it's hard to say who's alive and who's dead and so well i was confused as to whether or not donovan is he has the same affliction that lady gaga does right 
or is he actually a ghost? Because, see, I don't know if Lady Gaga is a ghost herself. That's yeah, another me thing. Either. Yeah. Because she hasn't aged at all. And but so, she was outside, though. That's the thing. She was at the movie at the that's graveyard. True. So that's true. She's probably not. And he was, too. So that right. could be the little loophole for whatever's going on with them. But it's right, going right. to be interesting to see how they play that out. And right. plus, um, I'm pretty sure they can change clothes. They could change clothes because, um, what's his name from season one? I guess I'll get a minute, but let's go to John Lowe. Okay. He's hunting, that's um, Wes Bentley's character. He's hunting a serial killer. Uh, I think he, the serial killer name is the Gemini Killer, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. No, no, he's, it's the Ten Commandments Killer. Okay. And he arranges his victims as the Bible dictates. So we meet John Lowe as he is investigating, um, um, very macabre murder slash mutilation mm. scene. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that reminded me of Seven. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say either Seven or uh, Hannibal. Because I was like, that was one, I think, to me, Hannibal was one of the most disturbing TV shows on for a while. Because that's like every episode, somebody got maimed like that. But yeah, I think they topped it. The uh, super glued in her pussy with his eyeballs and tongue cut out. Okay, I, I, that's <laughs> that's I a new was, low or high. That's a new, I mean, a new gross out, whatever. Because <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. and then she had a poke, a a, 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 a spear, a fire yeah. poke in her mm-hmm. her her back, and she was glued to the thing. So, and she was yeah. glued on him. Yeah. So yeah. it was just crazy and yeah. a very great introduction to that particular storyline because you knew that this guy was going to be no hose barred. So um, fast forward, we know that John Lowe is very what's the, he's very, what's the word I'm looking for, Malcolm? He he he, he can sense, he, he picks up on stuff. He's a profiler. Yeah. He can pick up on a lot of stuff and you know, and he can he notice the stuff that other people didn't notice. We noticed that he had a, a keen eye for a lot of stuff and so but at mm-hmm. the same time as we learned later on that his eyes also reveal a sort of you know loss and we kind of figured it out when he got to, went to the police station and he was trying to spend as much time with his daughter as possible right. through FaceTime but he kept his work kept interrupting him so we finally right. meet his family we see that um there was supposed to have been four family members though but one is missing and Kind of find out his son disappeared, as I said earlier, while they was at a trip in Santa Monica, and yeah. he disappeared off of a um, merry-go-round. Yeah, and only one turn on the merry-go-round, and he was gone. Yeah, and so it's a fracture of the family. Um, Chloe Sevigny, his wife, whose name on the show is Alex, she did not blame him. She revealed that she didn't blame him. She just wished that you know he didn't have to like you know leave because what ended up happening is the Ten Commandments killer cloned Alex's phone while John was on um was having dinner with his daughter. Alex was supposed to have been somewhere else and John was with his daughter and he got a call, he got a text from um Alex saying that she was in danger at this particular house. So John runs there, um gets and the um goes inside the house, finds the killer though, but the cop that's been watching his daughter went to listen to another noise in the group. 
Yeah. Outside the thing, and then he turns around, and the daughter walks inside, finds the two dead bodies of two men, their guts hanging off, and while they're hanging them over their beds. And Did so, they ever explain who those people were, or just? I just think they were random people. Like the, that was the yeah. next piece to yeah. uh, the, the the next grotesque murder scene, right? Okay. And I just think it was just a random house, right? Um, okay. I do want to mention that. John did try to he get a, he got a call from the Ten Commandments killer a la Ghostface style saying you know <laughs> I'm gonna do another murder and he sent John to the Hotel Cortez right. to Room 64 and we thought that um, John was gonna walk in on the another drug murder. dealer who was played by you know, Max Greenfield being murdered but he didn't right. find he didn't find anything right. but he did he for some reason fell asleep woke up and then saw holding and running around a hotel right. so because wasn't the body underneath the bed though as he laid down the body was, was underneath the bed as he right. lay down yeah yeah so yeah and then he sees his, his dead son or missing son yeah. running down the hall and then has a freak out <laughs> yeah yeah which would freak me out too but they don't oh, explain yeah. who that is at first because at that point you don't actually know that that's his son, but yeah, it was pretty good. It is yeah. one of those shows like it does help if you see it again. I, I could te- definitely see they give you, um, you know, multiple viewing value because they do reveal things sort of haphazardly, you know, definitely uh, suspensefully. Obviously, they suspend uh, your knowledge about what's going on till later. So and yeah, that's pretty cool. And I like his character, actually. Like, there was something about that where, uh, you know, when he decided to hold his calls for his daughter, like, he became instantly likable yeah. at that point to me. <laughs> it's just like, so no, this person was insistent. Well, I'm insistent. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, you know, and then the daughter was like, do you have to go? And he's like, no. <laughs> so he became likable. But then, yeah. I don't know if you yeah. should like him so much because bad things are going to happen to him. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just inevitable. Yeah. I mean, but as you, as you know, um, I think they, they intended for that to happen, you know, because yeah. they did mention, they did hint it that, you know, he's a good guy, but just really how good is he? You know what I'm saying? Because somebody's yeah. so good in the world of American Horror Story, they got to have some big, huge character flaw. I mean, his might be the fact that he lost his son. Yeah. But it's not the. I think it's more than that. So yeah. I'm interested to see what that's going to tie into and how. But the thing is, like, why did he not only go back to the hotel Cortez? What ended up happening was he realized that the Ten Commandments killer was probably targeting is going to target his family, and so right. he can't lose another family member. So he decides just to leave to get the killers. Um, like, yeah. I guess. From, draw him from away, away from, from his home. family. Exactly. Yeah, but, but he, I think it was because his son was there. I mean, that was, you know, to me, that's what I thought it was about. I mean, I mean, it's a part of it, but it's just a, I just say like he's drawn there for some reason. Cause see, if, I could see if he'd have had like a vision of the hotel yeah. before the incident with the um, two dead guys popped up. Mm-hmm. But I, well, then I guess you could sit there and say the girl, his daughter, pretty much hinted at that too because she was telling him that she was having dreams about her brother again but she was either she either could, couldn't remember his face mm-hmm. or she could remember his, she said that when, when she, she was away 
She yeah. could remember his face. And then she was in the dream. She couldn't remember his face. So that could have been like something saying like, you know, but the hotel, you know what I'm saying? It just seems to me that that was just an odd coincidence, but it might be explained soon. So I'm eager to see what's going to go on with that. I think that's pretty much the whole entire story. Uh, we episode because we saw yeah. Lady Gaga bring in the new potential owner. Mm-hmm. Iris was upset because she knew that um, that means that they could be out of a job. He could have turned into anything. Right. And um, and then on top of that, um, Liz Taylor, um, I'm still trying to figure out what he is. He a ghost or not? Right, right. Because because Iris told him we're going to be out on the streets, right. and I'm thinking like, okay, if Liz Taylor is still human and alive, then. That's gonna be kind of. I mean, that'd be interesting. But I think Liz Taylor might end up being the ghost, which yeah. brings me into the similarities between season one and season and, and hotel murder house and hotel. Okay, yeah. as everybody can see, I'm wearing my or everybody who's not who can hear me. I'm yeah. just letting you guys know that I'm wearing my one of my American Horror Story shirts. Moment people scare me, which was a um a quote from season one. Tate Langdon, um, who was played by Evan Peters. Um, the similarities. Okay, first and foremost, just the whole ghost rules, as we said earlier. The ghost rules from Murder House still apply here. Yeah. Which means that um, if you die at this hotel, then you're going. Your soul, your ghost is going to stay here forever. Yeah. Um, the second thing is um, there's another similarity would be Iris is the Constance Langdon of this. Yeah. particular iteration because yeah. and the only difference is that iris actually i'm gonna say she, she i'm gonna say she actually cares about her son not yeah. saying that constance didn't care because she did care about all her kids the only yeah. problem was that she had a very weird way of showing her affection yeah. and iris is just a pure mother who did not want to lose her son and now she's confined to this hotel because something I don't think her son's dead per se. He just has whatever this blood affliction that Lady Gaga has, which makes me think that even though they cause I wanna say I say blood affliction or that the countess has because mm-hmm. Brian Murphy went out his way to say that she's not a vampire. She has some type of ancient blood thing, which is akin yeah. to what the hunger was about. Um okay. Catherine Denovu's character in The Hunger, her name was Miriam Blaylock. Miriam was a true vampire, but not, not, not with teeth or anything like that. She just, just drunk the blood. Kind of yeah. like what we saw tonight. Yeah. Her, con- her um, consort, her husband, was John Blaylock, played by David Bowie. The only problem was that Miriam, with the men and women she was with throughout the, throughout the centuries, she would promise them everlasting life. But after a certain amount of centuries, um, they would start to die. Okay. They, would, they would deteriorate within a day's time. And they would just like crumble up into the front pack. They would be forever. They would live forever, but they would end up being like dried husk of um, human, you know, like a mummy or something like that. Yeah. So... I'm thinking that Lady Gaga has something similar to that. I want to keep calling Lady Gaga. I'm gonna say Countess. She has something <laughs> similar countess. to that. <laughs> yeah, because I don't want people saying, "Oh, you you know the character's name." So she ended <laughs> up um, 
probably transferring her blood to Donovan right, to save right. him because they kind of hinted at that, you know. Yeah, so makes sense, yeah. And with the Countess being there, um, I but they didn't get you got to ask the question: Why would Iris be so upset now? If the Countess can leave and go to the uh, Harold Donovan and go to the um, Hollywood Forever Cemetery event, you know. To me, that means that they can probably leave the hotel if they want to, but right. it probably has to be close to um, Gaga, uh, close to Countess. <laughs> there might be some type of connection there why they yeah. have to stay in the hotel. So Right. Yeah, something like that. I think maybe it's just that she knows that's where he's going to get an endless supply of blood is being with her, you know. I mean, maybe that's just it. I don't know exactly, but um, yeah, it definitely is interesting. Like that whole scene, I actually giggled a little bit when they brought those two back from the, because it was like, <laughs> it was so over the top. It was just, it was great. <laughs> was yeah. like, uh. I was giggling too. I was sitting there giddy and everything. I mean, it was a great shot scene, the soundtrack they used, because again, yeah. it was, and the when the um when Will Drake meets when um Donovan bursts into the um the countess's room saying somebody trying to buy the hotel. Mm-hmm. The song they were playing, that was Bella Lugosi's Dead by Bauhaus, and that's the song that was playing at the beginning of the hunger. Okay. And the song that they played before when Lady got uh, when uh, the Countess and Donovan were getting dressed to go out, it had similar tempo and similar Set, set a similar mood yeah. and so I was, I was kind of i guess ryan murphy wanted to use bella lugosi's dead in some part of the episode he didn't want to do it while it was killing because it was yeah. just like okay you totally ripped off the hunger so <laughs> he snuck it in there in a very smart way so i had to give him to him on that yeah. um but also another story i want i'm another another question i wanted to ask is uh what i'm pondering on is um what is the what is the countess doing with these kids? Why does she need these kids? And like, yeah. are they like some type of youth force or something, or yeah. what? Um, <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's plenty of plenty of questions that will be answered. Yeah. So, and, uh, what about the dream demon? I'm not the dream addiction demon. Um, is he real? Is it something that the hotel manifested? Um, it seems like the hotel is probably like a hotbed for a lot of bullshit because I remember Iris saying she had to go feed the creature in rooms such and such. And I'm like, <laughs> what, what's all in this damn hotel? hotel. Yeah, no, right. And yeah. so, yeah. but this, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go I was ahead. just to say, like, yeah, there's a lot of, um, I'm sure they can use a lot of uh, mythology and, and um, you know, stories that are going to come up I'm, I'm looking forward to that yeah because i mean it the, the the hotel is old and it has this history so there's just going to be lots of flashbacks of things that have happened over time so you can almost expect that so yeah um i'm also yeah i mean it's a lot of but see i'm thinking they're going to try to tie all the seasons together this year mm-hmm. and so that'll be awesome um but i know we just two characters we have not met yet, two main characters, and that is uh, Angela Bassett's uh, Romano Royale, who is mm-hmm. a film star, um, and she had a previous relationship with 
the Countess, mm-hmm. and uh, we haven't met um, James March, who was Evan Peters, who was the hotel's builder and the owner in the 1930s. And that's pretty much mm-hmm. why I think where Mayor Whittingham's character, the uh, housekeeper, comes from. Because I remember the promos and the uh, publications and stuff like that. They always paired them two characters together. So she's a ghost too. So the uh, housekeeper's a ghost as well. Um, I don't think there's going to be a, even a, I, I don't want to knock Mayor Whittingham at all because she's only had like two scenes. But I think that Maura, played by Frances Conroy, and, no, Francis Conroy and um, Alexander Breckenridge from Murder House, they killed it. Um, they killed that more character. I've never that was a, such a you know great character. Um, yeah. Also, I just think this season and this this iteration of American Horror Story is a slight reboot mm-hmm. because, like I said, it goes back to the harkens back to the Murder Houses origins and stuff like that and so they even brought back like i said darcy and marcy oh no not darcy and marcy but marcy she even mentioned that um she had to put her dog down that she acquired by unfortunate circumstances meaning because the dog that she had at the end of murder house was the harmless dog if spoiler alert you've never seen murder house uh, (laughs) um season of american horse or that's season one but uh I don't know. Do you have any like? I don't want to say prediction. Do you have any like, you know, pre- I guess predictions for what's yeah. coming up? Um, not really. I mean, like, I I would think more um, weirdness. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, lots of flashbacks. Um, yeah, more backstory. I actually I'm looking forward to the backstories. So, um, it is something that they do well and. Uh, like you said, just the set pieces, the way it looks, you know, bloody murder. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. So Yeah, I, I, it's just going to be stupid. And so um, I'm already I'm already anxious to see where they're going to take it next um, next week. Um, I cannot wait. Um, it's going to be a long week. That's all I can say. It's going to be a long week. <laughs> and I'm already sold. I told Malcolm uh, Ryan Murphy, um, his he directed the episode, and just seeing some of the, the shots and some of the uh, way he he captured certain things, like Liz Taylor walking down the hallway, his little um, robe or cape just flowing. Mm-hmm. It just looked so. <laughs> it was like over the top, but it was just so elegant and just so. Class like old school noir, you know, yeah, just it's awesome, and I'm just there's not enough words that can just <laughs> oh god, it was just very picturesque, and it's like oh, I gotta go back <laughs> and watch it again, so that's what I'm gonna go do now. Um, like I said, this is the pilot episode, we're gonna probably have everything a little bit more because I'm, I'm running on excitement and just <laughs> sheer joy right now. Next week, I'll probably calm down a little bit. Um, so uh, tune in next week as we get probably a, a bigger panel, hopefully. Because yeah. um, I think everybody's freaking out. My Facebook timeline is like going ape shit right now. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, so there's people who are like, why is everybody freaking out of American Horror Story? What about Empire? And I... I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. It just that's gonna be a, I feel for Empire right now because it's not... 
I guess it's not bringing it, but yeah. it's just like I just I actually I sat there and like stopped watching the last thirty minutes of Empire to get ready for this to watch American Horror Story. I had the pregame for American Horror Story. Like, <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. So next week we are going to be back at the same time. Maybe probably wait and do it um probably the next day. We're gonna post them as, as soon as we get them up. But yeah, we're going to probably give like a history of of each season. Mm-hmm. Or see if we can see the pinpoint, because that's my biggest prediction is that it's going to be plenty of connections to the past seasons. Because mm-hmm. FX, FX president said that Ryan Murphy's going to take the show in a kind of new direction that he's never done before. And I'm thinking this is going to be the perfect way of doing that. Would you have a hotel to have all these hallways, different ways of different directions, different doors that could take you to some other spot? So why not just sit there and like connect everything together starting this season? Yeah. But uh yeah, that's all we have for right now. Um, like I said, we have to go back and rewatch and all that good stuff. So uh same Bearcast time, same Bearcast channel. Um also look out for the M3 Empire podcast. Also look out for the um M3 The Walking Dead podcast. Um uh, Bearcast, excuse me, um, yeah. which will be yeah. shooting Sunday. Yeah, they'll all be on the same um, thread, you know, for the same stream. So if you're listening to this, just stay tuned. It'll come up in your subscription. So, And yeah. um, also check out our past. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, also check out our past Barricades um, um, episodes. Um, leave comments, questions. You can reach us at um, info at mailmediamind.com or uh, on Twitter at Mail Media Mind, on Facebook, the Mail Media Mind, and whatnot. And you can also um, leave comments down here, leave, send us, leave us iTunes reviews, say where we can improve on, and all that good stuff. And we will take everything into consideration and give you a uh, great show. So until next time, my name is Mark Estes and Malcolm. We'll and see we, you next week. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for stopping by. Peace. Right, peace.